0: 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving. You
1: are tearing me apart, Lisa!
0: Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen,
2: you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now,
0: here's your host, Sky and Colin.
2: Here's Johnny! Hey, web-slingers! You're listening to Two Dudes Spidey Reviews with Sky Fizz Fizz and Colin. Thwip (laughs) (laughs) Flap Not a thwip flap. Gazoing (laughs) It's your standard thwip flap
1: gazoing (laughs) situation.
0: Hey Colin. How's it going? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing great today. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Had a hard day of work. It's been a hard day's night. It's been a long days, night,
2: eight days a week. We were just talking about
0: that would relate. It fits. We were just talking about yesterday downstairs.
2: Yeah, I'm not seeing that movie though. I know you're not. Never seen that movie. I don't care.
0: I texted you afterwards, and you just had no response.
2: Oh, I I might have been working. Oh, okay. That might be how it is. Wow. Yeah, I'm working,
0: man. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Don't tell the government." <laughs> <laughs> out of out of all the things that, uh, cause I actually I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, but I thought there would be bigger gripes of mine than this. But my biggest gripe in the movie is the cinematography. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, you know a Dutch angle, how like every, the camera's on its axis, so everything's oh, slanted. Yeah, there's like. 50 of them for no reason.
2: Nice.
0: (laughs) It's real cool. (laughs) I Literally, that's something that Michael Bay uses just for no reason. And I was like, did Michael Bay direct this thing? (laughs) Did he? No.
2: Oh. I was going to say, if he did, then the bus that hit him would (laughs) have (laughs) exploded.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He'd be dead. (laughs) Then transforms. (laughs) Yeah.
2: You know what? That's not the movie we're here to talk about today. Mm -mm. We're here to talk about the much-awaited finale to MCU Phase 3. Spider-Man, we're coming home. <laughs>
0: Spider-Man, let's go home. Spider-Man, where'd that home go? Spider-Man, home is where you make it. Spider-Man, <laughs> homeward bound. Oh, shit. You, that was mine. That was the next one. <laughs> you were going to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beat you to it. Yeah, this shouldn't even be the end of phase three. This should be the beginning of phase four.
2: Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll this, get into this that. This bullshit. It could, yeah. I mean, End Game, yeah, literally called End Game. Game. <laughs> so there you go. But you know, whatever they wanted to do, what they wanted to do, there's no stopping them. But yeah, I'm excited we get to talk about another Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. We have been in kind of a slump for the weeks
0: previous, but now we're starting to get some movies that are good again. What you mean like slump isn't just like we've had a few down weeks?
2: Yeah, a few down weeks in the middle of our.
0: Summer, Summer Cram two thousand nineteen.
2: I can't wait to listen
0: to that. (laughs) I don't know what that was at the end. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hyperventilating. We can't can't catch our breath. We're just so excited. excited. Yeah, it's intense. Speaking of Summer Cram 2019, we got some new merch up in our shop now. Yeah. Yeah, we got official Summer Cram merchandise. We got, I really want to get the beach towel.
0: Yeah, the beach, beach towel
2: is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And
0: not to toot my own horn, but that logo is pretty cool. Yeah, it came out great. Thank you, buddy. So, I was uh, I was actually looking at it the other day, and then you were like, "You can get anything on here: shirts, like bags, yeah, hats, all like useful things." And then you're like, "Mouse pads." And I was like, "I do need a mouse pad." Yeah. <laughs> out of all the things that I can, yeah, <laughs> out of everything. need a mouse pad. You guys need a car magnet. <laughs> we all do.
2: <laughs> well, now you can get them. So head over to our threadless. .com/two dudes movie reviews. I there you go. Thank
0: you. Yeah, I was going to say you look confused by
2: that. It's either it's either <laughs> threadless.com/our name or it's ourname.threadless.com. I think it's the first one. I think if you go on threadless and you search two dudes movie reviews you'll find us. Yeah. It's 2019. I shouldn't have to tell people Come how on. to use the internet. Come on. All right. <laughs> That's not what this show is. This isn't two dudes internet tips
0: <laughs> i wanted to ask you before we get started just because we actually don't talk outside of the podcast <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> no maybe because now we're just so, save for the pod save everything you want to say in life for, for the, the pod, pod. <laughs> what movies did you watch this week because i sound oh. like you were going to watch lords of chaos
2: yeah we we went a different route what mm. did we watch Instead of watching any one movie, I watched
0: Breakthrough. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, we ended up watching like the latest season of It's Always Sunny.
0: Oh, wait, it's out? Whichever
2: one is available. Oh, okay. The most recent, I actually didn't watch it. So uh, I was going to say we watched that and we watched Stranger Things. Are you done with it? I just started it. Yeah. We, we did it all in uh, two days, the 4th of July, and then the next day we finished
0: it. Nice. So I'm only on episode three. <laughs> so <laughs> well, spoiler alert, it's spooky.
1: Oh, oh no.
0: I watched Hellboy.
2: Oh yeah, you were telling me.
0: It wasn't spooky.
2: How did you watch it? On your Fire Stick? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to come out so I could rent it either on like my PlayStation or Redbox. Yeah. But this week I saw the movie we're talking about today, Spider-Man. I've actually seen it three times now.
0: Yeah, I know. I was surprised. So you took Logan to see it once.
2: Yeah, he came with us to the drive-in. That's where we went last night. We actually just watched it.
0: The second time you saw it, did you just go and see it again?
2: Yeah, because I was going to be seeing Midsummer anyways. Oh, so, so you're
0: just like, I'm going to go see a movie. Yeah, the, that. the
2: showing for Midsummer wasn't until like 12:45. Okay. So I was just like, well, I got time to kill him. We're going to be in the area. So yeah. I went to a 9:30 showing of Spider-Man. So you
0: got to get yourself happy before you get really upset
2: by Midsummer. Well, after watching that movie, it looked like Aunt May got some happy too. <laughs> Good for him though. She yeah. could get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are some interesting movies that I got to catch up on for the year. Beach Bum is available to rent. Yeah, I've seen Honestly. that one floating
0: around. I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, I
2: want to see that. There's there's a bunch of stuff on the horizon for me and there's a bunch of stuff to look forward to in the future. So, you know what? what the fuck i want to do what do you want to do i want to get my wrists all warmed up and limbered up i want to get my hands ready to go maybe throw some baby powder on them you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah do that and i want to like close the blinds Mm -hmm. i want to take off my clothes what put on a skin tight suit yes And i just want to shoot my web all over the place baby i just want to i want to shoot my web i want to shoot my web And go swinging. (laughs) I'm gonna shoot my web and go swinging out the window and swinging through like the New York skyline. Swinging along the skyline? In it, on it, with it. (laughs) The skyline will swing with me. Oh, yeah. Take the buildings. Like, here we go, buddy. We're going to Jersey. Yeah. And I'm gonna swing all the way to the trailer park.
1: (laughs)
0: Good job. What are we talking about in this trailer park? Well, we try to go for connections. We always try. We want to web-sling and grab Mm -hmm. the closest connection to the movie we're about to talk about. Yes. That's why... We chose Jumanji. (laughs) (laughs) The next level. Yeah, because it's the next level, and this was the next movie. No, great. (laughs) They're both made by Sony. That was literally, we're were like, okay, what are we doing here today? Yeah, yeah, this is what we're doing. Jumanji. Yeah, so I still have not seen the newest Jumanji. The newest Jumanji, I was, like, adamantly against. I was like, this is going to suck. I hate this. And then I went and saw it, and I was like, this is better than it deserved to be.
2: No, that, I mean, that's a good sign. The Rock generally doesn't do great movies. These popcorn flicks, but they're not, like, good movies. Yeah. With the exception of maybe, like, Tooth Fairy.
0: Yeah, Tooth Fairy is amazing, and I really liked Rampage. Uh, Skyscraper. <laughs> Skyscraper. It was a wonderful was a trip. Uh <laughs> <A> real trip. <laughs> no, but... Uh, this was something that I was prepared to hate, and um, I enjoyed it a little bit. I enjoyed it more than I thought it would be. I was I was pretty pissed off though. I was like, "Why is it a video game? People still play board games. Just look at my yeah, closet." That's true. Yeah, yeah. You ain't kidding. I liked um like Jack Black and The Rock kind of play against their type though, which is kind of cool. Uh,
2: right, because kind of the thing is the real life humans get sucked into the game, and then they become like Jack Black, yeah, the Rock, like and stuff like that. So they're three actually avatars. Right, so they are acting as the characters who are playing them. So, like, The Rock's not just a regular tough guy. Yeah, he's like this nerdy kid. Jack Black's a girl. Yeah. Got it. But Kevin Hart
0: is literally playing himself.
2: Of course. It's <laughs> the only thing he can do. do. <laughs> yes. Wow, it's got to be small. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm missing the top two feet of my body. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Kevin Hart. Yeah, me
0: either. But... The first one was decent enough where I would actually go and see the sequel. Yeah. And not be upset going into the theater. <laughs> I think maybe what the first one had going for you, if you don't mind
2: me speaking for you, this movie doesn't really, not, not this new one. I actually haven't seen this trailer yet. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't. But the, the first Jumanji doesn't really set up expectations very high. So I feel like if you walk in thinking that you're going to be like, this is going to be some dumb shit and it delivers you even an okay movie you're gonna feel really good yeah it's kind of like how we've been actually (laughs) enjoying movies lately yeah because we're like i give us a d minus i had a great time
0: (laughs) (laughs) like because i thought it would be an f i thought it was gonna be another Holmes and watson yeah another godzilla Hey, man, a 50 50 feels great
2: when you thought it was going to be a 30. Yeah. You're like, thank God. But if you get a 70 expecting a 90, woof.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally change your tone. But yeah. Are you attached to the Robin Williams Jumanji?
2: Not like attached, attached. I mean, it's fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. It's really good. I hear people all the time that are are like, you go back and watch Jumanji. That movie's not that good. And I'm like, fuck you. No, that movie's awesome. (laughs) I really like the original. A lot of nostalgia. It's a fun movie. It, the visuals don't age well on that, though. I will give that's, it that.
2: That's fair. But this, these new ones, they look like they abandon the tone of the first Jumanji because these look really like bright, goofy. Yeah, and Jumanji like was kind of scary. Those spiders, sometimes. man. Those spiders, oh
0: dude, crazy.
2: Yeah, that that movie was pretty dark. And the part sometimes. where Alan
0: gets sucked into the game as a kid, yeah, and, it, and he comes back and his parents are dead, like. Yeah, man. Yeah, it,
2: it, that movie's kind of fucked up. Yeah, kind of fucked up. We watched and kids' movies when we were kids
0: were really messed up.
2: <laughs> yeah, shit. Even Homeward Bound. Yeah, messed up.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I really like the first Jumanji. I thought the second one was fine, and I guess we're about to find out what we think of this one. All right. Well, let's do it. talking to your friends Hereditary. He, yeah was he in the first uh, remake he yeah so he's um who becomes together, the rock we okay we were different people
2: in the game.
1: All in
2: the game. grandpa eddie anthony this is uh martha and, and bethany this is spencer's grandfather nice
1: to meet you morning
2: sorry I'm are barging. they from the other one he too? yep he's
1: okay. barging milo walker so they're all coming back. Did you guys yeah. see Spencer? Because they basically become
0: friends by the end of the movie. I think Because of the again. game. Yeah. We gotta go get him. Are you out of your mind? We haven't even picked our guys yet. Oh, I hate this
1: part. All right. You hear something?
0: Huh? Spencer. Huh? What? Who are you? Oh my god. You're Spencer's grandfather. Are we in Florida? not sure exactly how he got stuck in the game
2: did I die and turn into some kind of a small muscular boy scout are we dead uh,
1: Bethany? no 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 Fritch? I'm the old fat dude this can't be happening <clears throat>
0: My hip sure feels good now
1: Look at my thighs Look at your thighs Look at my thighs Okay We have some issues huh. here The game is busted So Karen Gillan
0: is still playing the same character she was in the last one But everyone Who else is you? different Welcome to okay. Jumanji Christmas release. Okay Very confident Actually the last one was a Christmas release too though Wow is even more challenging. I,
2: remember, the future I like him is He's from Planet of the Conference, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was in the last Jumanji? one also Jumanji? Oh really? Yeah
0: we gonna die? We did die. Are we in hell? I knew it. Oh, my God. All in the one wonderful... man This is a whole new thing. Let me know. You got to have eyes in the back of your head. What in the Sam Hill? Mr. <laughs> Jonas. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, monkeys. There we go. been obsessed with monkeys lately really <laughs>
0: yeah what the hell is this it's your strengths and weaknesses smoldering intensity it's a stupid face you make huh what's going on you having a heart attack breathe breathe His whole left side is shutting down Edit.
2: do they always kind of talk like they're the person playing yeah. them yeah yeah I mean, like I, I said, I like that.
0: I don't think uh, Kevin Hart really does anything different in the first one. It looks well, like this lo- one. This one, he actually is though. Yeah, but in the first one, he didn't really. The Rock though, and definitely Jack Black in the first one. They they talk very differently.
2: That's interesting. So then, what happened to the? I don't the know. It's very good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to find out, I guess. Fuck. I will say this: if you take the board game aspect out of it and you just take this as a video game movie. This the first one at least is probably the most true to video game movie ever made or close to it. Oh yeah, you were telling me cuz there's like you know yes.
2: non-playable characters who
0: just like repeat, repeat the same same. Yeah, they're yeah. like their NPCs in the game and stuff like that and I think they have a thing where there's like the hidden walls in the video game where the developers didn't build past a certain spot and things like that. Oh, so they cool. actually like took into consideration that stuff. I just know if you really like the original one like I did It not being a board game was like, what the fuck, right away.
2: Yeah. It seems odd. Yeah. And still, like I said, the tone just feels really different. Like, why did it have to be... I guess they had to do Jumanji because if they did it as a video game, people would be like, well, that's just Jumanji. Yeah. You just made it a video game. Yeah. But I feel like
0: this taints the Jumanji name. it, It might. I don't know. I also don't know. Was Jumanji a book? Before it was a movie, it was a board game. You idiot! Oh yeah, sorry. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't like, know. I don't know. The way some of these like studios work is like they have the rights to something as long as they make something right. in it for x amount of years. So that'll actually I don't, relate to Spider Man. Yeah. I, well, I was gonna say I don't know if this is a thing where Sony was like, we're gonna lose the rights to Jumanji if we don't make a Jumanji movie. How can we do this? And then someone yeah. just had an idea for a video game movie. And they're like Jumanji. That's Jumanji now.
2: Yeah. That. That makes sense. So that makes sense. almost like Prometheus is an alien movie now. Yeah. Type deal. They're mm-hmm. like, nope, we need another alien movie.
0: <laughs> At least it seemed like with this though they had like a vision. Like when you go see the the first one, first one being the remake, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle or Enter the Jungle or whatever that was called. Jeez. Yeah. When you go see that one, the vision for it from start to finish is like cohesive. Okay. And it's and it does seem like People that were making it were like, this They they this is what they wanted to make. It they didn't were competent. Seem, yeah. It they, didn't seem like it interested. was a cash grab. So, I don't know. I think this looks weaker than the first one, actually. And I'm, I'm saying that now because I've seen the first one, so I know what we're going off of. And this seems more cash grabby than the first one. Just because, like, I guess you can reboot this, like, over and over again now?
2: Yeah, which I almost thought they were going to do when I heard that this was going to be like a sequel to that because you can just have somebody else find the game
0: yeah you can use the rock karen gillen jack black and kevin hart over and over again and, and just they... have other people find it and have them play different types of people yeah. <laughs> and over and over again i feel like it would almost
2: serve better as a tv show doing something like that and they yeah. could be like um almost like an anthology where it's just like different characters over different periods of time mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know well, I, uh, what's the magic on the the video game then? Do they ever go into that? Explain. Yeah,
0: and it's dumb. Don't you don't want to know. <sighs>
2: All right. Well, I so, guess someone to find out. <laughs>
0: Here, I'll, I'll I'll just tell you.
2: Yeah, spoil it for me. I'm still going to watch it cuz I so, want to
0: see it before this one. The fact that the movie won me over in the end is kind of a feat because it pissed me off so hard right in the beginning because the game is a board game in the beginning of the movie. And oh, then and then okay. it realizes that kids don't play board games anymore. Which is completely incorrect. Yeah. And it transforms itself into a video game cartridge. And then the kid has the console, so he just plops it into his console and then plays it. Okay. Listen up, board game. (laughs) Kids (laughs) don't
2: play cartridge video games anymore either. (laughs) I just, it's getting, the, pretty soon it's going to be like, Jumanji. Like, what's this thing? It just pops up on my cloud.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, everybody's the, playing it. The board game itself is now a shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, right away I was like, are you, oh my God, I'm going to hate you so hard. And then at the end of the <laughs> movie, I was like, no, oh, it was actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a 180. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, well. Great. I don't know if I'm excited to see this, but it's coming out this year, so I guess I'm going to see it. Yeah,
0: I'm actually going into this with, like, oh, maybe not expectations, but just some level of, like, a little, like, excitement, or I just kind of know what I'm getting into, and that I'm not probably not going to hate it, because... Yeah. Well, this
2: isn't one you go to expecting to be, like, oh, the dialogue and the cinematography,
0: and, like, oh, this is
2: incredible.
0: Yeah. It was, it's just different from... When I went and saw the first one, walking in, I was like, I'm going to hate this, and then now going into this one, I'm like, I'm probably going to have fun. Yeah, So hopefully. Fingers crossed. The first one did a good job, so hopefully this is good. All
2: right, cool. Well, uh, you want to get out of this fucking trailer park? Before we get sucked into it forever, and then we got to beat it to get out of it. (laughs) You got to beat it? Yeah, you got to beat the trailer park. Oh, okay.
0: You got to play it to the end. Never mind. I thought you were talking about something
2: else. Oh, (laughs) well, we could do that after we're done recording. (laughs) We don't need the listeners to know about that, but we do need them to know... A little bit about Spider-Man, friends to let friends go home, drunk.
0: <laughs> it's The name's just going to change over and over again. <laughs> Spider-Man, far from home, baby.
2: Oh, yeah, that's what it is.
0: Uh, we were pretty excited for this. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert, Tony Stark's dead. <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I was really looking forward to this. I'm assuming you were also. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I like Marvel movies. Yeah, I j- I don't know if you feel the same way. I feel like I get really excited for the Avengers movies, and I get really excited for Spider Man and Guardians. Okay. I never really got very excited for like Captain America or Thor, or even like the Ant Man movies. Like it's really like those three that get me up. <laughs> <laughs> you get me rock hard. <laughs> yeah, I I just get excited
2: for everything in okay. the in the continuation of the journey. Okay. But I'm also like super super comic nerd for Marvel. But uh yeah, Spider-Man definitely looking forward to it. It's it's in a weird position being post Endgame but not Phase 4. Like I I I still don't love that they made it part of Phase 3. I know they said like well no like this is really the culmination of like the events of endgame and is going to launch the rest of phase four but after watching it i'm like this could have been a fine kickoff to phase four it doesn't feel like a send off from phase three
0: yeah no i i didn't think of it e- either way like i wasn't sitting in the theater like end of phase three or beginning of phase four i was thinking of it just more so as this is the first movie after endgame yeah and I guess we can just start getting into it, but yeah, I thought this movie did a great job of bridging the gap. Okay, did you you didn't think so? Because well, here's the only the only thing for me is the gap to
2: what is well, if you
0: don't know what's coming next. It's like I mean they do set things up. Maybe bridge the gap is the wrong word. I just I know a lot of people were were like confused. Like so like if they the people are back now, are they oh, the same age? You know this. Loved this that. That. They Love they, they do a really good job in this movie explaining like how society has it gone on some and yeah. and gone back, like how people have reacted to their loved ones coming back and the blip and the yeah, they call it the blip. Because yeah. nobody knows that Thanos actually snapped. They no. just they just know people disappeared.
2: Ah uh, so, I have something for that. Okay. They do know. How do they know? When Peter Parker is on the plane with his passport, please, and he's sitting looking at these documentaries there's a couple of different ones there's the tony stark one which he actually like clicks on and it pops up but he doesn't end up watching then there's one that was i wrote it down there was one called hunting hydra which is like a documentary okay and then there was another one i didn't catch the name of it because it was quick but it it showed the infinity gauntlet with all of the stones and it set and it had it had some sort of title but it looked like it was a documentary about the events of Infinity War slash Endgame. Mm-hmm. So people must know about Thanos now. Like that all must have been, yeah, common because I mean they made a documentary about it. But so.
0: do, do they know that like he actually snapped? They must. I'm sure. Is or do they, or do they just think he got all the Infinity Stones or something? Like I'm just saying like everyone keeps calling it the snap or whatever, and like that's oh
2: you mean if they think he literally, literally snapped his fingers? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. They, all they all they need to know is that this bad man got these did, stones did yeah. and wiped out. They might not know specifically the snap. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, in MCU, they were referring to it as the decimation. So okay. Infinity War, when Thanos snaps, it's the decimation. But when Iron Man snapped and brought everybody back, that was the blip.
0: Oh, they yeah, blip
2: back. That, that's how Kevin... Finky?
0: Finky? Finky?
2: <laughs> that, that's how he described it okay and that's how he said that they were talking about it
0: behind the scenes and mm-hmm. stuff
2: they were like decimation when they left blip is when they came back
0: okay yeah no i i like that they they did what they did basically and how they did it and how they uh, showed love... it in it because they, they do it with a lot of comedic uh effect yeah they show them
2: disappearing like and the band is playing in the uh the high school gym and that's when they disappear and then like it's in the middle of a basketball game, and they all blip back, back. Uh, like basketball players, like running into the band and stuff. Cause they yeah, don't know what's going on? I was like, "That's cool," because yeah. But then the other thing about that, what happened to all those people who turned to dust on an airplane?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're just falling. From- yeah. Ah, fuck! Right. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> they're back for, they're back for a second. Like oh, I'm alive again? <laughs> and then they hit the ground.
0: Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I'm sure they would They'd be like, no, they they blip back in the airport.
2: Yeah, or they blip back onto the plane.
0: Yeah, something like that. Oh, the exact plane. Yeah. What happens if you're, you're skydiving?
2: <laughs> oh, that, okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of problems that bringing everybody back would cause. I wonder if they're going to go more into that. Yeah, I don't know. But I,
0: I do think they showed it in a way that's, okay, yeah, that makes sense.
2: I like that. So. Is this the same director from the other ones? Yeah, so this or is- from at least Homecoming? Yeah,
0: this is directed by John Watts. He directed Homecoming as well. And it's also written by Chris McKenna, who wrote Homecoming, wrote Jumanji. Oh. Wrote Lego Batman, also wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wow. So- Okay. Yeah, basically, your same cast is the, is the last one. Yeah. Except now you have Nick Fury, which is awesome. Yeah. I did want to say this. I was not aware of this until I looked into it, but Tom Holland, basically, ever since Spider-Man is just on fire, and he has eight movies in pre or post-production right now.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, he's a hot commodity. And I think you play this game, he's playing Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie.
2: I I have heard news about that. Okay, That's yeah. pretty cool. Uncharted games are
0: fire. Yeesh. Uh But yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Is playing Mysterio. Yeah, Quentin Beck. I thought he was really good in this. Zendaya is MJ. Jacob Batalon is Ned. Tony Revolori, I think, is how you pronounce his last name. Sure, he's Flash Thompson. Uh Marissa Tomei's Aunt May and Flash John- Mob. <laughs> Flash Mob and John Favreau's Happy Hogan. But yeah, I mean, a lot of the same cast. Really, the only new character is Mysterio. Yeah. And then yeah,
2: everyone else is somebody returning. Although I do have some, I do have some things. If we want to get. <laughs> Deeper, deeper, but I might want to save them
0: for the end. Okay, we can we could save it for the end. Yeah,
2: but man, I don't even know how to unpack it. I guess we can talk about th- the movie itself instead of all the because you know Marvel too- movie.
0: I'm gonna have a lot of like yeah. nerd nerd info to pepper in. Let's start with the movie itself, and then we'll get into more of the 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 deets. That sounds great. Okay, so this movie, I want to talk about the writing. So Go for it
2: it's definitely very humorous. I think it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah, this is a comedy. I think they wrote this as a, more of a comedy than they even did Homecoming.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
2: Yeah. Like I feel like they're really hitting on it in this. I mean, that kind of makes sense as like a it's like a palate cleanser from Endgame even though Endgame ends on like a happy note like we lose three major characters. Yeah. So it it kind of is like a little bit of a palate cleanser, and it makes sense and it fits to Spider-Man's personality. Mm-hmm.
0: There's too many jokes. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a little it's a little bit heavy handed on it.
0: Just I don't know. I have the comedy as both a pro and a con, which is yeah, weird to say. Some,
2: well, the, no, because there's a lot of really funny things that happen in it, but then also there's
0: also jokes that are just flat. Like there's there's too many jokes. Yeah, to the point where like obviously not every joke is gonna hit and the, just the large amount of jokes in it you also have a large amount that doesn't hit maybe yeah. maybe not a large amount but you have enough where it's and and you know what, it's a real 50-50 yeah and and you know what it is for me the movie i think is too long yes and yes. And so it is. and so there's a lot of scenes where i'm like this isn't funny and you don't need it like there's the scene with the substitute teacher and he's taking pictures of something and he like but he's like trying to use his like camera yeah, and, his and, camera falls in. and like, like falls and what's like, that for there's like stuff like that that's like you don't need it. And then I I was, there was
2: too much of him and I like Martin Starr a lot and he's really funny and he does have some funny moments in it, but he's way too overutilized in this. And like, why do we need two teachers on the trip? Well, I was going to say even
0: JB smooths really funny also. And he really didn't have many funny lines in this either. Yeah. And then like, there's the one scene we talked about this already and it probably serves a greater purpose, but like the scene with the drone on the bus yeah, felt like very drawn out, and even just like the way the things happen, he's like, "Oh, a baby goat," and they look, and then he jumps through the roof and comes back down, and I'm kind of like, "This is getting almost a little stupid." Yeah, does that makes like? Did you feel no, that? No, no,
2: absolutely. Because like, why would everybody care about a baby goat? Yeah, they're like high school kids. Why yeah. would they give a
0: shit? So I don't know. Yeah, like there, I laughed a lot in this movie, and I laughed like really hard laughs too at yeah. parts. But there was also just a lot of times where I'm like, "No."
2: Yeah, they, you, you got to use it as a, as a, as a spice to flavor, you know, like you can't just dump it on us like constantly. It, it dulls the senses a little bit. Yeah. It kind of takes away from certain things and especially cause like, I feel like when there's not jokes, he's crying. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, there's no, there's none of that like real, like in between, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I had a lot of fun watching this and I laughed a lot, but just, I think, I think they just push it a little too far with the jokes. And I feel yeah. like Marvel's getting a reputation now where it's like you're getting too much comic relief from a lot of these. Yeah, everyone's uh, a comic relief character. Yeah, and I mean, I think they've they've found out what works, but they might be pushing it a little too far in some cases. Yeah. I don't well, know.
2: Well, some things I feel like are actually, even though it is adding to like that comedy and everybody's got some sort of a quip, I think the way that it's written actually helps perpetuate other things in the MCU, which is very vague (laughs) and hard to understand now, but I'll loop it back around. So just I'll talk about Mysterio. I felt like Jake Gyllenhaal's delivery and just what he was saying, his dialogue when you first are introduced to him is very cheesy, kind of almost what you would see in a like, quote, cookie cutter popcorn action flick. Yeah, like all of his lines are just like, "Don't worry, we're gonna get him."
0: Yeah, my planet I'm doing this
2: for my family. <laughs> like
0: my planet Earth two one two was decimated by elementals back in the day. It was, eight, and it's like it, it's like it,
2: it's eight three three, and there's an importance to that. Oh, okay. So, eight, so Earth eight three three in the comics, that is the not dimension, but whatever you want to call it, that is the Earth where their Spider Man is actually. Not Peter Parker. I don't remember what his name is. So, you know, nerds can yell at me. But he's a UK-based Spider-Man. Oh, So he okay. put him as 833 because this whole thing takes place in Europe.
0: Europe. No. Oh, so. Little Easter egg.
2: Little Easter egg there. Boom. <laughs> but but the way he, he speaks is very, like, kind of theatrical. Yeah. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, this motherfucker. I'm like, this is all phony. I'm like, I can't wait for this turn because I've been called it. Mm-hmm. I've been called it. I want to go back and play the clip from when I've been called this right here. But I think that Jake Gyllenhaal is orchestrating it with whatever contraptions he has. He's using whatever kind of like technology he has to pull off these elaborate tricks and look like a hero. I think he's staging it to look like the hero. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then I that's think a- I think that Spider-Man is going to team up with him thinking that he's another hero who can help him only to find out that Mysterio has actually been the villain the whole time that orchestrating everything. Because I fucking said it, and I said that
0: the multiverse was bullshit. You did, you did say that. I think a lot of people were expecting Mysterio to be a, yeah, a bad guy.
2: It, that's not a huge reveal yeah. because if you know anything about Spider Man and his villains, and you know who Mysterio is, you know that his whole thing is illusions and trickery, mm-hmm. and he's a bad guy. Yeah, but I really liked the changes they made to his character for the MCU here.
0: I wouldn't say that having him actually be like an illusionist and use magic and stuff like that would be that far of a stretch considering we've gone to space and now we have all these crazy things yeah. and stuff but I do think that they they definitely modernized the character a little bit more to like how yeah. the world is and stuff like that and they grounded
2: him to the MCU a little bit yeah. more. Yeah.
0: And honestly the movie went on long enough where the whole time I was waiting for him to turn yeah. I'm like okay where where the fuck is it but then it was almost going on so long where I'm like Oh, I guess he's just good this time. That like, might
2: that might have been a play that they wanted to do. To do, Yeah, yeah. Because maybe it, that's why it has that kind of a runtime. They're like, no, we really want to spend extra time with him as a quote good guy. Good
0: guy, maybe. I don't want to uh, get too much into just the you know MCU stuff yet, but I do like what they did with Mysterio. And you're talking about the writing and stuff like that. I thought the writing on the movie was was pretty good. Like I I like the majority of the dialogue, and I like the decisions they decided to make with certain characters, mainly MJ. Yeah, and Mysterio. And I like how this movie's also, in a sense, even though Homecoming already was one, this is almost another coming of age story. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is. Um... Well, because
2: now this is. Before it was he had to learn how to be Spider Man. And now he has to learn how to be Spider Man in the wake of losing Iron Man. Yeah. When the world is looking for heroes because you had this huge event. And now, like, Thor's gone, off world. Captain Marvel's off world. You got fucking Iron Man dead, Captain America's an old fuck, and uh Black Widow's gone. Mm-hmm. Also, how did
0: anybody know about Black Widow? Wasn't she a spy? <laughs> she, she was a spy, but I mean, I feel like they've she had to have been in the in the like
2: Yeah, they must have they must have gave it up to her and be like, All right, well she saved the universe she's so part maybe of the we, Avengers or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, did you notice that they honored Captain America as one of the dead? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I, I'm assuming that everybody just doesn't know that he's yeah, just old somewhere. Yeah, just old dude. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I actually, you know, I was complaining a little bit about the comedy, but the writing for the most part and the way that the story unfolds and stuff like that, I, I do like it a lot. And there's a lot of, like, callbacks to things that are really cool, either lines in this movie or just moments and stuff from previous Marvel movies. Yeah. And uh, that was the attention to detail that I really liked from Endgame was seeing all these, like, crazy... Callbacks that even super fans were forgetting about and stuff like that. Yeah, tying into yeah, they do some of that in this movie also that I really liked.
2: Oh, there's some things that they tie in from Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. Yeah,
0: and this. Oh man, it was it was so good.
2: Yeah, very very nice, very nice. But it's not a huge negative. Just something that I noticed. I don't like Ned as much in this one as I liked him in Homecoming. Hmm. Like obviously, so like just in the sense of the movie. He's distracted by his romance. Yeah, that stuff was funny. A little bit overplayed, but it was it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's I, he just didn't really add to this movie as much as I feel like in Homecoming. Because like in Homecoming, he really like was kind of like a surprise
0: hit. He helps him out at the end. He's the man in the chair.
2: Yeah, but in this one, what does he do?
0: He doesn't do anything. Huh. He's <laughs> a
2: damsel in distress. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I never really thought of like I didn't think that he was gonna be like Spider-Man's version of Alfred or something like that. You know what I mean? I
2: mean, yeah. I don't even want that. I don't know. There's just something about his character that just felt a little bit hollow and maybe not fully flushed out. Not nearly as much as other characters. And maybe you could argue that he doesn't need to be because it's really not about him. Yeah, that's but that's kind of what I was gonna say. I'm it's gonna, a nitpick. It's a nitpick.
0: Yeah, I was I was gonna say I uh, I like when I think about Homecoming, I don't ever really think about the Ned character at all? That's fair. And I think in this one there he gave me enough jokes that I'll actually like laugh at repeatedly like on future viewings. So, I don't know. I think they did the job with him cuz I feel like he's just a comic relief character. Yeah. Maybe out of the characters that are re- like returning, he probably gets the least development maybe cuz he doesn't yeah. really have much of an arc, I guess, or maybe he does. It's just like He's get, he takes a background. He takes a background. He's ju- he's just there for comic relief. That's all he's there for. Yeah. And so then. Is-
2: a lot of people, and they
0: and they leave him back in the same place that he was when when the movie started. Yeah. So it, there's really nothing, nothing to him.
2: Yeah, like I said, nitpick. But I was pretty much I don't have any other negatives. That oh, was all, that was it. I'm done. Okay, I was I'm done with negatives. I was gonna
0: <laughs> say uh, compare that to like I really like what they did with MJ in this movie. I was yeah. not a big fan of the MJ character from the first one, but I really like her in this one.
2: She hardly yet did anything in the first one. Yeah. But she was a. She was a big focus in this one.
0: I think like she didn't really do anything in the first one. She just had like brooding remarks here or there, and then at the end they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm MJ," and everyone was kind of like, yeah. you're nothing like MJ, so why?" Yeah. And but then I feel like watching this, you see more of like the Peter Parker MJ chemistry and stuff, and yeah, that's, for sure. And that's why now I've like now I like the character a lot more
2: yeah definitely and you see her come a little bit out of her shell as a as the character you Mm -hmm. know and i i really liked that and because she's usually in you saw her in homecoming like kind of just like cold and like i don't give a fuck or whatever and she's even like that in the beginning of the movie but really like once she like finds out that he's spider-man like and like she can't keep that cool on her anymore like i like that there's that difference Mm -hmm. and that she's you see her putting up the veil and uh, and yeah, it's just all the stuff between them and their chemistry is really good. Yeah, it makes sense because they're like rumored. I don't know if it's like confirmed rumored to be like a couple or whatever. So in like, real life. Yeah. Oh, so I know like that. it would kind of make sense that that would translate because if at the very least they obviously get along very well. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: and they're, they're setting it up for I don't know what it's going to be, if it's going to be the next crossover movie or the next Spider-Man movie, but they're setting it up where she should have a much bigger role. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's cool. I kind of want to get into one character. Who? Mysterio. All right, let's do it. <laughs> they do some really cool things. They made some cool decisions, but costume was perfect. His costume was perfect. But you know what? The the way that they have his character yeah. lends itself to being able to just nail that costume. Yeah, because he's just he's a hologram. Like like yeah. when when he's in the suit, basically he's projecting holograms, so it's like there's no reason why that suit shouldn't have been spot on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I I mean granted I think I am comparing it a lot to the vulture. Yeah. But I, I think I already see where you're going. I me personally, I think this is a weak villain.
2: Yeah, cuz uh well your your argument is his motive, right? Yeah. Yes, I'll give you that. I feel like his it's it's kind of like a cliche, like almost like hack motive for a villain. We've like,
0: had like how many disgruntled employees be villains in the MCU already? Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. <laughs> and Tony Stark's usually the bad guy in the case. <laughs> yeah.
2: You ain't wrong there. But you know what? It didn't bother me because Jake Gyllenhaal Hall was really good. Well, yeah. So I I think in terms of their delivery and their acting, I think Ah, shit. I don't know who I could put above another one. I it, They're tie. They're a tie for me, like, in terms of their performance. Okay. So, you know, maybe the writing for them isn't quite the same, but I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal plays two characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. He plays good Mysterio and evil Mysterio, and there is some nuance to his gradual growth even just within this movie because like from that time when we see him first turn quote unquote and he got the Edith glasses which Edith also love that acronym. Yeah that was funny. uh, Even dead I'm the hero. (laughs) What a cock. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry Tony. But like when that starts and he's going through like what everybody's doing and how it's all working and everything like he doesn't seem particularly insane but by the end you're like oh this guy is off the fucking rails like he's a fucking crazy person and his delusion grows throughout the movie and like yeah you could almost see in his fucking eyes that he doesn't see himself as a villain at all and it's really in that moment he's telling uh he's yelling at the guy Who's like running the simulation for him because he's just like, oh, like we just lost one of our projectors. It's not a big deal. And he's like getting intense with him, like that's evidence. They're going to find us. And they find out that Peter Parker actually has it. Mm -hmm. And he says to him, he's like, just so you know, after I'm done killing Peter Parker, just remember that his blood is on your hands. And like the look that Jake Gyllenhaal gives there really, it looks like he means it. And, like, he believes that it is his fault that now Peter Parker is dead, even though he would be the one to kill him. Yeah. And there's just something really weird and crazy about looking at him when he's like that. And it's really fucking cool.
0: I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is one of the best. He
2: really is. I love him. Yeah. So I think his performance in this was, like, perfect. I
0: I would agree. I really liked his performance in this. I, like, honestly, I liked basically everyone's performance in this movie. I think the acting is actually very strong in it. Yeah. With Jake all it really has nothing to do with him. It's just the way the characters were in. Yeah. It's, uh, that's, I just wish I had more, more, like something more I could grasp to rather than just like, this guy's unhappy with his job. Yeah. <laughs> his former he's employee. His, you know, yeah, like He's mad at his, I don't know. Former boss. I, everything, see, and like, that's the thing, like Mysterio on, its, on his own is a cool character. Yeah. The Vulture on his own is not. Yeah. And you're right. And they made the vulture awesome in Homecoming.
2: Well, maybe that was kind of part of it. And maybe that's what they saw that they had to do. And they knew that for a character like Mysterio, you really only need him to be kind of like a delusional, fucking eccentric nut job.
0: I feel like that's a cop out though. You could make, I'm just,
2: I'm just trying to give them a safety net, (laughs) (laughs) you
0: know? And very few movies in the MCU even have a scene that touches it, but there's no scene that, is going to come close in this movie to the car scene in Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Because that's one of the best MCU moments ever. Ever, Yeah, that's top five for sure. I will say, though, with moments, though, there are amazing set pieces in this movie.
2: Oh, dude. Yeah, very much so. And I think that whole like trip to Europe definitely lends itself to that. Mm-hmm. Such a good idea. And again, MCU fucking crushing it two Spider-Man movies that don't take place in Manhattan because homecoming wasn't in Manhattan. They don't go, they don't go into the city at all. It's oh, all in Queens. Queens? Yep. Okay. All in Queens. And then this one, they're in Europe the whole time. He's not swinging through Manhattan until the fucking end, the mm-hmm. end of the movie, like as credits are about to roll. Yeah. So I, I think that's really cool that they're taking him out of his element.
0: Yeah. I, th- I like that. I like that you saw him in different spots and also like, again with like the set pieces when some of these battles are going on just seeing spider-man being able to move through an environment that's not just skyscrapers just looks refreshing yeah because you've seen it now between the sam raimi films and the andrew garfields and that like yeah the first time you saw toby Maguire as spider-man going through the city it was like a holy shit moment yeah but now when you see tom holland you're just kind of like i've seen this before yeah but so i think using different environments and stuff makes it feel refreshing
2: no, for sure. There were a lot of things they did that were really refreshing in this. Mm-hmm. He runs out of his web shooter like before he oh, even yeah, gets the chance that. to really battle Mysterio, and he has to improvise. So now we have a Spider Man who's this not just is so swinging cool. around. Oh, dude! The two main Mysterio scenes where he's like battling Spider Man, mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, love it. What a it, that is exactly what. I feel like everybody would have wanted from having Mysterio as your villain.
0: Yeah. The and 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 even the second time, the one that we were I think just about to talk about. Yeah. That one isn't even so much on Mysterio. It's more so on something that I think Marvel fans have wanted to see from Tom Holland's Spider-Man for a while now. Is Peter Tingle? Yeah, it's Peter <laughs> Tingle. You finally get to see him use the the Spider Sense. Uh, yeah. And the Spider Sense scene is one of my favorite action like, scenes awesome. in any MCU movie, probably. And the Mysterio Illusion scene is awesome, also. like That's yeah, super really trippy. Cool. That's one of my favorites, also. And then, even the fight... I'm trying to remember which one they were fighting, which elemental. It was the, the Hydro one. Hydro. I don't know if it's Hydro Man or whatever. I think whatever. They, I they're, think they're just, just the elementals. They're just elementals, but...
2: Although, I do have something to loop back around to that.
0: Okay. I was just going to say, that, that one, too, I really like that set piece, also. I thought that was really cool.
2: Yeah. So... At the locations of the fire, sand, and, or I guess fire, earth, and water elemental. I stopped writing them down after a while because I just started noticing it was happening too much, and I gave up on it. But not every, but almost every license plate in this movie is a reference to a Marvel comic. Really? Yeah, like one of them's like... ASM, these are going to be wrong just so you guys know because again, I didn't write them down so I don't remember definitely but it'd be like ASM 15 69 and it would be like Amazing Spider-Man number 15 1969 was the, oh. was the first appearance of uh, Hydro-Man mm-hmm. or something like that, you know That's what really I mean? Cool. Like, so yeah. like, the license plates correlated to which elemental they were fighting it's yeah. like first appearance of Sandman, that issue was a license plate at in that scene, mm-hmm. and that happened a bunch to this movie. There is uh oh, also Peter Parker's passport, his birthday on it is the release date for the first issue, not of Spider Man, but his first appearance. Appearance, in, yeah. But yeah, so that that's a cool little cool little Easter egg. That is also cool. pertaining to fucking Hydro Man, when they're looking up, like the kids are like googling stuff flash actually says like oh there was a uh accident underwater and this chemical and this man this guy like was in it and blah 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 and they're trying to figure out like what these elementals are and then mary jane right or i guess just mj because her name's not mary jane right
0: yeah i think they just call her mj <sighs> that's that's so weird to
2: me but she just writes them off but that actually is the origin story and the name that he says i don't i don't have that written down either but that name he says is actually hydroman oh but that's not who that elemental is obviously, yeah. because it's a hologram mm-hmm. but yeah, a lot of
0: little things like that. that's pretty cool. I like I like little Easter eggs like that. yeah baby little 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 Easter eggs Ooh, Easter Ooh. came early <laughs> 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 That's what you said every single time you saw one. yeah <laughs> Easter came early. Yeah, I get it.
2: yeah shut up. shut We're up watching it.
0: <laughs> this kind of lends itself to the set pieces like I was saying, but the visuals on this are really good. Yeah, really dude. good visuals. Look awesome. And a uh, little spoiler, but Spider-Man movies and the Ant-Man movies have not had the biggest budgets compared to everything else.
2: I'm kind of surprised for this. It's a lot of CGI they're doing just for one character. Yeah, it is. It, it is, is a, a lot. bunch of. You got the Elementals. You got Mysterio, and then you have like all the different you know set yeah. pieces around Europe. Like
0: this is probably in the lower like third in terms of budgets for all the MCU movies. Yeah, and. I think it's one of the best looking. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah. There's so many awesome looking scenes. So that was just they they really did a good job stretching their budget. And I think this is a good place to get us into the uh the spoilers and stuff, but Yeah.
2: I mean, we've already spoiled some things, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but this movie probably has some of the best post-credit scenes out of any of the MCU movies. Yeah, also. dude.
2: I so the second time I was seeing it cuz I already knew what was coming. I I wasn't doing it on purpose, but like during the first, the mid credit scene, there was this dude who was like two rows ahead of me and he like lost his shit for it. (laughs) And I was, it made me smile because I was just so happy to see somebody enjoy it so much. I'm like, that's fucking cool. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, if that's how I reacted to that. Just wait until the final cr- post credit scene. This dude's gonna fucking throw up on himself and <laughs> shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. ah, fuck! Because yeah, <laughs> damn, bro,
0: these. Oh, <laughs> I think the po- first post credit scene got me more. I think the first post credit scene is bigger than the other one.
2: Um, Let's see. I want to know what you think, though. Yeah, we'll 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 get into it. So, actually, you know what? Before we talk about the mid credit, post credit, at the very oh, end. Oh, okay.
0: Well, I meant the mid credit.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. I All think right. that one's more important. Yes. Yeah, okay. But before we even talk about that, I want to talk about the very very ending. He's he's going to meet up with MJ, mm-hmm. and he flies through a building. Also, I love. That he has the like the webbing between his like arms and legs and he can like glide. Yeah. That that's from like OG costume. Yeah. So really cool homage there. Love seeing that. But he's flying through a a skyscraper and it has like a like a garden in the middle, like that's cut out in the middle, and he flies through that building. That's Avengers Tower. Oh, it, really? Yep, under reconstruction and everything. When he lands in front of MJ. On the on the back, like there's a like construction like barrier and everything. It has a message on it. It says, "We're excited to show you what's coming next." Oh. And, and then it has a one, two, three, question mark.
0: Hmm. It's phase four
2: or Fantastic Four.
0: Oh, because
2: they're another superhero team who has a large skyscraper in Manhattan, and now that the Avengers facility is not there anymore they don't have that could be that they sell that tower it's no longer owned by stark or whatever yeah new fantastic four home fox (laughs) they just bought fox they have the characters now yeah that's cool and then that would be
0: they're huge characters for them to get right oh they it's they need to get them right
2: they need to because the villains that are connected to them are some of the biggest villains in the m in Marvel comics history. Yeah. Dr. Doom Galactus. I'm done. That's all you need. <laughs> I mean, there's so much more, too, ones, but, yeah. but if we can have Dr. King the Conqueror, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's connected to that. Cause there's like argument over, is he like, Oh no, oh, it might've been answered in another comic. Don't quote me on this, but there was, there was some sort of debate over if he was a direct descendant of Dr. Doom or Reed Richards. Yeah. I, think it settled on Reed Richards, but don't quote me because I'm not super into like Fantastic Four lore. I only really know like stuff from like tie-ins and like any sort of connections to characters I actually care about. (laughs) So But you know what? Maybe I would care about them more if they had had any good good movies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You mentioned the suit with the wings and stuff like that. There's probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is Peter Parker and Happy are on basically like Tony Stark's ship or whatever. Like, oh yeah, and and basically That's a lot of good stuff here. Yeah, and uh, this is this is almost like the passing of the torch type scene for when like he's kind of taking up the mantle almost of Iron Man in a way, but he's like still Spider Man, and basically he's making his spider suit. Yeah, using Tony Stark's tech. Yeah, and that right there alone opens the doors for you to see so many awesome spider suits that you'd wanted to see from the comics and stuff like that. Yep. So I thought that was really awesome. And then they start playing back in black by ACDC, which yep. is the first song they ever played in, in the, the Iron, Man, Iron original Man, yeah. Iron Man movie. It gave me chills when it happened. It so, like, cool. This so cool. And even
2: the way he, he puts his arm into the, um, yeah, like the, the, sp- the web slinger thing. And like to see how it is the same thing when, I, when Tony came, Came back home and was building the Mach Two Iron Man suit. Mm. Same thing. He puts his arm through it and like checks it out and everything. Like, yeah, really, really cool moments. Yeah. And
0: hit me. Hit me with what you got for these these post credits.
2: Okay, so our mid credit scene, right? It just picks up where the end of the movie left off, and he was swinging with MJ, and he's about to take off. This fucking cameo is the, and I love. All right, maybe not this cameo. This surprise cameo. That's all I'll say.
0: Best in a movie, period. My reaction to the theater, I was like... (laughs) Yeah, dude, everybody.
2: (laughs) Just grab the the armrests of the chair. (laughs) I was just like, oh my god. J.K. Simmons comes back as J. Jonah Jameson. (laughs) The only man who could ever play that role. Yeah. The end. He's so perfect. and I love that now, does this mean that there is a Spider-Verse in the MCU? Because he's the only character who transferred from the... The original Spider-Man trilogy, but now he's also in this one. So is, are they opening up a door for a Tobey Maguire Tom Holland crossover? I hope so. Is but then does that mean Tobey Maguire is Peter B. B. Parker? Parker. <sighs> got a little gut in his <laughs> yeah. sweatpants. He's like, you know what? I used to be cool. I used to have a black suit and my hair was real slick. I used to finger gun ladies.
0: <laughs> you want to something cool? What? Before Spider-Man Two was made, Tobey Maguire was injured filming Seabiscuit Biscuit, and he, and Jake Gyllenhaal was yep. almost cast as Peter Parker because yep. they weren't sure if Tobey Maguire would. Yeah,
2: and they actually added a joke in Spider-Man Two, and he like he like falls down a building or out a window or something. And he lands on a car and he goes, "Oh my back!" Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. fun stuff. Seabiscuit. Who else was in that? Was that um Sarah Jessica Parker? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: was she in that i think i don't know maybe i might be i might be mistaken i might be mistaken i it's been a long time since i saw the movie yeah um <laughs> so hit, hit hit me with hit me with the juicy shit so yeah
2: <laughs> this the real the real big thing from this is Mysterio releases a video where he is basically saying Spider-Man planned that attack with the drones and everything. And then he goes and tells the world Spider-Man's real identity is Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Boom bombshell. And I think he even shows a picture, picture of, of Peter Parker yep. too. Yeah. Yep. And then it cuts back to him and he's like, "What the?" And then it black. Yeah. And everyone's just like, Oh, because really, he's the only superhero who's maintained anonymity.
0: Which is weird, because in the comics, he's the first one to take off his mask in in the Civil War storyline.
2: Right. Yeah, so they kind of
0: flip-flopped it, I guess, a little bit.
2: Yeah, but it's weird, too, because I have questions about him coming on, and wouldn't the government know who he is? Because if he came on on Iron Man's team during Civil War, wouldn't he have had to have signed... The accords as well. Yeah, but in which case the at least the government would be aware of his true
0: identity. Yeah, but I guess maybe it's just the government now. Literally everybody, criminals and stuff like that, know who he is, and now that endangers all of his family members and And all that friends. Yeah, yeah.
2: So that's the other thing is he has the most like people connected to him. Yeah, Yeah. because Guardians of the Galaxy, they're just so like they are their own Mm -hmm. family. Thor, obviously, everybody he's ever loved is dead. Yeah. Then you got... well Doctor Iron Strange is
0: basically by himself.
2: Yeah, he just has his one love interest. Hulk, he's yeah. basically by himself. Well, he loves smashing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess Hawkeye would be the other one.
2: Yeah, but I think he kind of picked up his ball and went home at yeah. the end of Endgame. I think his whole thing is like, I'm done, I just want to spend time with my family.
0: The the movie, though, like, the actual movie besides the post credit scene This movie feels like it's just a really nice standalone movie, yeah. And it feels like it's got one vision from start to finish for the most part.
2: Actually, there's no vision
0: because he died in Infinity War. Uh, I think you made that joke before, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, but that post credit scene just is like huge for the MCU, yeah,
2: dude. Like, that's like that's that's huge. I'm, I you know what. You never responded to that uh, that meme I made. Which meme was it? Yeah. It, it, it was a picture of him in the beginning of the movie. and said, oh, to, yeah, 2019 I Spider-Man was Far funny. From Home. And it was J. Jonah Jameson. He's like, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Spider-Man can't come home. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man can't come home. He's crying. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the next one. Spider-Man can't, can't come, come home. home. So I actually do have a theory for the. All right. I should say this. I wrote down this theory on the 5th of July. And then just this morning, I saw an article with the director or the writer. I don't remember who for Far From Home and Homecoming, who said that they want this villain for the next Spider-Man movie. But I said it from that because I think it's
0: a perfect fit. Can I take a guess? Yeah. Chameleon. Nope. Uh, But I'll get back to that. Okay. 'Cause I feel like they they you can tie him in a little bit now after watching this movie. Oh, I can directly tie him in. Okay. Um and it's a Spider Man villain? Yes. I'm just gonna go off the board and say Carnage. I don't know. Nope.
2: Craven the Hunter.
0: Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. Okay.
2: Yeah. I think I think he's the perfect place to go. Because now all right, so let's let's loop back to homecoming. In the post-credit for that movie, Vulture's in prison, and then man walks out to him, who comic fans know. Scorpion. Yeah, would be Scorpion. And he says, oh, I heard you know who Spider-Man is. And he says, if I knew who Spider-Man was, he'd be dead already. Mm-hmm. Now Scorpion knows who Spider-Man is, because now everybody knows who Spider-Man is. And that's going to be some worldwide news type shit that even in prison, someone would hear about eventually. Yeah. So now you can't hide it. What if somebody puts a hit out on Spider-Man and Craven is the one who the like, hitman either the he's a hitman or bounty yeah but like he but he takes on the challenge because his Craven's whole like thing is that he's like this master hunter, but he also is like super powered and he seeks it out because it's a real challenge. That's kind of the whole story of, uh, you know, Craven's hunt and everything. Mm-hmm. So now Spider-Man can't hide. And now you have this fucking psycho coming after you. And he's like, he's a real challenge for even Peter Parker. Cause Peter Parker's Spider-Man, he's a genius. Like he's really smart, but Craven's a master hunter. And Spider Man's never faced anything like him before. And he can play like the psychological games with Spider Man and he can like track him and like trap him in certain situations and things and put him in positions that he's not familiar with. And especially if Spider Man is on the run and he can't be in New York anymore because one, there's too many people and he's just trying to lay low. Now, if he's out of his element somewhere, and he's got this fucking psycho chasing after him. That could be a really cool movie. Mm-hmm. especially yeah, and Craven would be the type of crazy motherfucker to start taking his friends hostage and start doing some like gnarly shit. Yeah. So I think Craven's a good place. And then of course this morning now the director's like, yeah, we really want to get Craven in the third the third movie. That'd be cool. Yeah. Now I would love. That. I
0: thought about this the other day because they they've been casting a listers for all these Spider Man villains. Yeah. What if they continued to do that, but they went past three movies? and eventually led up to where all these A-listers were in a Sinister 6 movie. Wouldn't that be sick.
2: Yeah, but I actually have something for that. Okay. All right, here we prepared, go. You came prepared,
0: buddy. You came prepared. Oh, I came. <laughs>
2: I came all right.
0: Was that was that during the first or second post-credit scene? Both. <laughs> I somehow was able to recharge okay. in between.
2: Usually not that quick, but uh yeah, anything for Spider-Man. But I had a large soda. <laughs> yeah, refilled my web shooter. <laughs> So, Homecoming, we met Vulture, we met Shocker. Oh, yeah, we did. And we met Scorpion. Now, we also met the Tinkerer, but he's not necessarily like a fighting villain, but keep that in mind. That's four Spider Man villains in one movie. Mm hmm. And and they did it without it feeling like Spider Man 3. Yeah. Which is good (laughs) job. Now, this movie, you got Mysterio. Mm hmm. And you would think that's it, right? But there's one character who blends into the background in this movie a little bit too much. And he has a first name, just a first name of Dimitri, the guy who drives the bus. And he doesn't oh, really talk yeah. at all. Yeah, He doesn't talk at all, actually. He has no dialogue. He's only there to like drive the bus. And he's just there in the background when they meet up with Nick Fury, Quentin Beck, and Maria Hill. Dimitri is the first name... Spider-Man villain, Chameleon. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So funny that you mentioned it. That's why I was like, oh, hold on to that. (laughs) So we could have possibly already met Chameleon. Yeah. Because he said nothing and he really wasn't doing much. So he could just, he could be the, the Chameleon. Yeah. That's already six. Okay. You don't even have to introduce a new villain. Now, if you don't want to count the Tinkerer because he's not really a fighting villain, you have Craven come in in the third one. Now you got your six. They all end up in jail, and then they all get to talking and be like, "Oh, you guys hate Spider-Man too. Let's fucking kill that son of a bitch." <laughs> and now your your fourth movie, you got Sinister Six, and it happened organically.
0: Yeah. And it didn't feel like you were just like you didn't need a fucking room of of Easter eggs with uh yeah what's his face Dane DeHaan. They're dressed just, as a goblin. Yep. Just walking
2: past oh, all these yeah. different suits. That's some that's some Justice League level Easter egging.
0: Yeah, that oh, movie's bullshit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or not not Justice League, sorry. Um spider Superman <laughs> Spider Man versus Batman. <laughs> Superman versus Batman. Superman versus
0: Batman, Worlds Collide, like Age of Extinction. Part two. Part two Turbo. Yeah.
2: But yeah, just seeing like video clips of their their logos. Same shit as just seeing suits in a glass case.
0: I want to uh, I want to see like the um documentary of the uh, graphic designer, his creative process into making the logos. Yeah, he's really really struggling with those. <laughs> but yeah, what else do you got? I've um, I'm almost, I'm basically out. Really? Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's that's mostly all I got for that. Also. I don't think Mysterio's dead. That's a swerve.
0: I yeah, I don't think he's dead either. Actually, I do have two little little minor things. What do you got? Did you know that the professor or the teacher, uh, that's the goofy one, Martin Starr? Yeah, yeah. Did you know that he was playing a student becoming a teacher in the Incredible Hulk movie?
2: I did not know that. There you go. Wow. Great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're like, oh, that's cool. Or if you're just like, what? Stupid. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't care. I just thought it was cool that they kind of tied it together. Like whatever. It's been ten years later.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. There's not a lot of returning characters from the Incredible Hulk. The mm-hmm. only one is General Ross, Thunderbolt
0: Ross. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> I want him to come back as Red Hulk because he does become Red Hulk in the comics. So. Oh, that'd be cool.
0: And then uh, the other thing that I haven't. This isn't an Easter egg. It's just something I was like, wait, really? The the scientist that was getting yelled at by. Obadiah Stone. Yeah. That's um, Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow, he's had it rough. With a box of scraps! <laughs> Come on! He couldn't, he couldn't I just buy my a Red Ryder BB gun. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't buy a Red Ryder BB gun
0: or make an arc reactor. Yeah. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I, uh, I, heard, I heard that the other day. I was like, no. And I looked it up. I was like, oh my God. <laughs>
2: That's crazy.
0: I just thought you would find that funny hilarious
1: <laughs>
0: i see you're laughing
2: yeah <laughs> i see you're laughing baby so man do we get into the last
0: post credit yeah get into that the because real post-credit? because that's the one that i have the least on really
2: Mm-hmm. huh so much like the post credit to infinity war we see a uh modestly sized suv driving down the road with none other than nick fury and maria hill in it yesh but wait, there's more. Because them bitches is scrolls. Yeah. I fucking called it. <laughs> I fucking been said it. I fucking been said it since been said it.
0: I remember you said it, but I didn't think you were serious. <laughs>
2: yeah. I've been said it. You know why? I know a lot of people are doing this whole triangle toast thing since Captain Marvel. You know that whole thing? Because in Captain Marvel, he says, yes. like, oh, if toast is cut diagonally, I can't eat it. And then people are going back to Age of Ultron and showing how he ate a sandwich, but he cut it diagonally. Yeah, maybe that's not him. Maybe he was a scroll then. I don't think he would have been off world then. There is a possibility Mm -hmm. that he's using scroll to fill in for him in locations so that he can be in like you know two places at once type thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm not. I'm not fully convinced about that. But I fucking said it. because in Infinity War, in that post-credit, when Maria Hill's starting to get dusted, she calls out to him as Nick. And then in Captain Marvel, we're, we learn that everybody who knows him calls him Fury. Mm-hmm. Even his own mother calls him Fury. Yeah. Then, I was like, well, really, I guess because we find that information after Captain Marvel. Yeah. Upon looking back at it, I'm like, oh, he was Scroll. That wasn't actually Nick Fury. So-, so it was Talos who actually was dusted. Maybe Nick Fury was too, but we don't know because we didn't see him. We mm-hmm. saw Talos get dusted. Okay. It also explains kind of the way that Maria Hill talks to Nick Fury in Spider-Man because their relationship is not like it ever is in any of the other movies. They're very professional and she is very much just like a right hand to him. Yeah. So this was and she was kind of like back talking him a little bit more in this and like there's some sass and stuff, much like you might have with like your significant other because it is yeah scroll baby but, but have... do, you, do you have question about the nick fury part of it because then it cuts no to him. i just
0: i just ha- i just wonder like how does this actually impact moving forward oh i think it impacts pretty pretty big do you think that this is going to be a secret invasion type thing
2: god i hope so i don't know how they're going to spin it because the scroll are still kind of i don't want to just say that they're like good guys but I mean that's kind of how they're being portrayed right now. And I would say except, they're
0: I would say they're good guys. Yeah,
2: and especially if Nick Fury's working alongside, they seem friendly. Them. Yeah, but, but I don't know. But something something that was mentioned during the actual movie, Nick Fury and Maria Hill, quote unquote, are walking into the tower right before the the grand finale, like the big battle. He says to her, "Uh, Cree sleeper cells should be top secret." like information. Some something along those lines. This
0: isn't this isn't Spider-Man?
2: This isn't Spider-Man. Okay. So quote Nick Fury, Talos, and Maria Hill, his wife, are discussing Cree sleeper cells as they walk in. And as I when I saw that again, I was like, they're fucking scroll. Because the Cree versus the Scroll thing. So mm-hmm. there could be a thing where maybe they roll reverse. And it's the Kree who are kind of invading, and then the scroll come. Like I don't know how they would be able to pull off secret invasion now, but it also took them eleven years to get to Endgame. Yeah, so they don't need to rush it. I like I like the teases, and I like that them doing that is playing at fan theories, kind of like how in Guardians of the Galaxy they made Stanley a Watcher, or at least he was yeah. talking to the Watchers. So, like, they take fan theories online and they go, all right, that's funny. That's something we can kind of, like, throw their way. So, maybe people are being like, oh, Nick Fury's been a scroll the whole time. But really, in their eyes, they were just like, no, just everybody's talking about that. So, we thought it'd be funny to, in this moment, yes, like, Talos was pretending to be Nick yeah, Fury. Fury. Yeah. But I can see it having been longer. But what's I think is more important is where Nick Fury actually is. Because he's up on a ship with them. In the comics, there's an organization called S.W.O.R.D., which stands for, let me look it up because it's weird as fuck, Sentient World Observation and Response Department. It's essentially S.H.I.E.L.D. in Space. Why did they name
0: it that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: I can't figure it out either. Don't ask me. But I think he's been setting up S.W.O.R.D. because if you think about a lot of the villains in MCU that have been more of a global threat, that have needed Nick Fury's involvement have been from out of this world. So it would make sense in his mind to be like, we need protection from what's out there, not what's here. If it's on earth, it's already too late. And we're getting by on the skin of our teeth. We already got the Avengers base there. I have my friend, Captain Marvel. I know she's out there doing stuff. I'm going to go out there in space and try to set up some sort of defense for earth based in space. And in mm-hmm. the comics, Sword is used as kind of like doing like black ops missions and like uh like assassinations of you know, villainous characters throughout the galaxy who may cause harm to like either other planets or specifically Earth. So, I think he's been setting up Sword. So, we might not have Shield anymore, but I think there is going to be some sort of organization and maybe Nick Fury Will take on more of like a, a role in the cosmic side of the MCU and not really be as based on Earth as he was
0: before. Okay, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I want to. I just want to. just inter- want to know, and hopefully, we'll find out in less than two weeks now what they're building towards.
2: Yeah, but, waiting for Comic Con. Yeah, big stuff.
0: But yeah, you, man. What I, do you think's coming? What do I think is coming? Actually, wrote down a list of. I I don't think that uh, the end of this phase is going to be anything like uh, Avengers. An Avengers, yeah, yeah. I think I that, don't think we need it yet. I think this, yeah. I think this is going to be like Fantastic Four. Um, like I I think that's going to be a movie you're getting in here. I think maybe you're gonna get Guardians. Okay, yeah. And I think Guardians is probably gonna have Thor in it. I would be fine with that. I don't think you're gonna get a four, Thor. Four, 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 four. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get that. I think, uh, and I mean, but I think black widow is going to be in this
2: now here. Here's something that I'm thinking. It is common in the Mm -hmm. MCU that they announce movies with fake titles and they switch them up. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's possible that some of these movies aren't what they say they are? Like, do you think? them being like we're filming a black quote black widow movie what if she is a central character but this is taking place in a time when she's still kgb and she's the villain and it's actually another they're introducing another character and she's the villain to that new character that they're bringing in because if, that be if that's
0: the case i'm gonna be super hyped because one of the top build actors for that movie or actresses Mm -hmm. is someone who we're going to talk about on our next episode. Florence Pugh? Yeah.
1: Ooh. And,
0: like, she's really fucking good. She's really fucking good. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that in a few days. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I can see them really pulling out some crazy stuff because they've already talked about the Eternals, Black Widow. We're almost definitely getting Black Panther 2 within this phase. Yeah. Doctor Strange 2, Captain Marvel 2, 35 movies. You think we're getting
0: Captain Marvel 2 already?
2: It, I wouldn't say it's slated for the beginning part of the phase, because that's another thing. These phases usually take about at least three years. Yeah. So I can see that coming out in three years.
0: Yeah, I could see it coming out in three years. I don't think it's
2: going to be right out right out the gate. I was going to say. But what's crazy to me is, are they taking a year off? Or do they have a movie in the chamber that no one's fucking talking about?
0: I think uh, they probably have a movie in the chamber. That's crazy. Imagine they just come
2: out and be like, guess what? We already made a Fantastic Four movie, you dumb
0: fucks.
2: (laughs) Although I don't know how excited I'd be about that. I feel like that's pulling the trigger a little bit early. I want a slow build to Fantastic Four.
0: When I say in the chamber, I mean they probably have a a movie in a phase of production that they're expecting to be done maybe late 2020.
2: You think late 2020? Because they generally release one in May, definitely one summer, yeah, one in summer, and then they'll do one in fall winter range, depending.
0: Maybe it's fall, but I I think from now you got about a year and a half for that.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I can't imagine them taking that much time off.
0: Black Widow's in pre right now. Yeah. So it. I think that could get done yeah within 2020
2: and it would make sense to release that one fairly close to end game yeah because if you wait too long you don't know how much that stock is going to rise or plummet especially if you're releasing other movies in between then you're going to kind of you're going to disjoint that character too much from the mcu so yeah interesting interesting I, i think
0: it's gonna be black widow i think it's gonna be a black widow movie but like you're saying maybe they're introducing how cool would that be yeah
2: we might get Nova, because there's there's been stuff teasing for Nova. And you can do crossover stuff with that from Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Right about that. Because I wonder, because they just brought back people who were snapped away. hmm They didn't bring back everybody who died from Thanos on the process to get there. So what happened to Xandar? Is Xandar still in ruins? Probably is. So there you go. There's your seed for Yeah, because like Nova. Vision, Vision didn't come back. and like... Right. So there's your seed for Nova. He he can be, fuck, he can be a villain and then turn good somehow. He could be a good villain for like Captain Marvel or somebody and match kind of powers because it's like everybody's celebrating across the universe this great victory. But what about my people? I'm the last of, I'm the last remaining of the Nova Corps and nobody saved us. Nobody came and helped us, whatever. Yeah. And he's just a fucking madman, crazy powers or whatever. And then he has to come around to good or something. Or see, he's a good guy. See the light. Guy. Yeah. Or he's just a good guy through and through. I don't care. He, he'd just be a cool character to see. Yeah. Somewhere to expand the the cosmic universe.
0: I feel like half of this review of Spider-Man isn't really about Spider-Man. It's a...
2: But it's because of what that post-credit is, man. Yeah. yeah. And the mid-credit, like it really is setting up this is what I mean. Like That's why I, I said it's
0: huge. It's, you, it's fucking huge. Huge. It's huge. This
2: could have been the first movie of phase four, or I guess the last, because...
0: <clears throat> I think it works both ways. Yeah. That's, wh- that's why I said I just I looked at it as the m- first movie to come after Endgame.
2: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
0: Whatever, man. <laughs> if it's phase three, then I'm just getting an extra movie in that box set.
2: <laughs> yeah. The box set is a cool idea but I already own almost all of those movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would just get the movies I don't want. Well, I'm hoping that when Endgame does come out on Blu-ray and that comes out, yeah, then it's like, because I still don't have Captain Marvel, and then I, won't, yeah, I obviously I don't have Far From Home. So it's like, I, okay, I'm getting three movies there. And I, I, there's a lot that I don't have in Phase 1, and I think a good amount in Phase 2 I don't have. Yeah, for me, well. it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, For me, the only movies I'd be getting are like Iron Man
2: 2 and 3 and
0: Incredible Hulk
2: nice (laughs) and captain marvel because i haven't bought that yet yeah so great
0: do you have anything else on this or do you want to get into tomato tomato no let's get into tomato tomato all right we already mentioned the budget on this 160 million so far at the box office it's made 577 million that's it
2: i don't think it's gonna make it
0: (laughs) to what (laughs) avatar (laughs) 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 if endgame hasn't done it (sighs) shut up there's a chance, though. I checked today. It's within 15 million. 15 million. You know, if, if they left it out longer, it could make it. I mean, Avatar was out for Seven fucking eight months. months. Yeah, eight so months. Fuckers. Even, even if this gets a re-release at some time, like another re-release, I I think it'll break it. Yeah. I do I do think it's going to break it. It's still playing over near us. I keep seeing people like talking about it like it's left theaters. It's still playing. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, this movie right now, Critics, Tomato. Okay. Audience score, tomato, 96%. Oh. 90 to 96. I'm going to say tomato. I'm also saying tomato. What's your letter grade?
2: Letter grade is an A minus.
0: I am going to go. This is tough. I've been deciding whether I want to go A minus or B plus.
2: I was also on that fence. Okay. I will say, after the second time watching it, that's what pushed it up for me. Okay.
0: I'm going to say I'm going to say A minus for you. Because because I did, yeah, it is good for me, right? It's good <laughs> for my health. You yeah, know, I I had a lot of fun with it. And I feel like that's it's not something that I like as a critique point, but like I left the theater being very very happy. This this, this didn't let me down. And yeah, I really liked Homecoming. Uh I laughed a lot. The visuals are great. The, uh, yeah, the action great. I think great. this is
2: like a perfect follow-up to Homecoming. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I think looking at those two movies on their own, really, really working out a good trilogy. Yeah. On, Spider-Man is in a better position than any other Marvel character was from phase one or two, because, like, Iron Man 1, awesome. Then Iron Man 2 and 3 happened. Yeah. Thor 1? <laughs> eh. Thor 2? <Thor> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Captain America 1, <laughs> then Captain America 2, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Captain America 3, and are like, eh, mm, eh. But this one, so far, two bangers. Yeah. Two bangers. That's a really good spot. The only other you know movie that has done that is Guardians of the Galaxy now.
0: Yeah. I like these two better than the first two Guardians. Yeah. I like these two. Wait, really? Yeah. Because, huh. Well, I like Guardians of the Galaxy better than Homecoming, I think.
2: Okay. Okay. With, with I, like,
0: two I like I like Far From Home w- considerably more than Volume Two.
2: I might have to think about that more. I almost want to agree with you just right off the bat, but I kind of want to think about that
0: a little bit more. Mm, I let you to think about it. Thanks. But yeah. On- honestly, like, there's so many pros to this movie. I feel like we talked down a little bit about it early on, but really the only things that those are like real. N- yeah. For me, it was a lot of nitpicks. Yeah, I I think it it is a little too long. I think it drags, and I definitely could have cut probably about fifteen minutes out of this movie.
2: A lot of the senseless comedy of yeah. just
0: of characters who are non consequential. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that there's there's little too many attempts at humor that don't land. And then the only only other thing is that I wish there was more of a reason for me to care about Mysterio. But I think Jake Gyllenhaal's acting and just like the visuals and stuff elevate the character probably more to like. It's, it's better than it probably should be written on paper, if that makes sense. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, t- I totally get it. And, you know, obviously I wasn't like head over heels crazy about it to give it an A-. minus. Still an awesome score. I, same thing. I had a really good time. It's awesome follow-up. And now I am so excited for the future. And if people were upset not having like a real post credit for end game and kind of being let down. I feel like this makes up for it plenty. Yeah. This, this gives me enough to just fucking nibble on for the next year. If it does take a year for them to come around to uh phase four. Yeah. This
0: is going to be a long, I just, it just hit me. Like we're not going to have Marvel to talk about for a while. Yeah. It's probably, a movie.
2: probably good for our podcast's sake. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Cause we've had a lot of Marvel. Yeah. A lot of Marvel. But, you know, luckily more movies are coming out. So, of course, we're going to be putting out more episodes for you fuckers, for you swampies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's sticking because um, I don't really talk to our listeners very often. Uh, except for this way, but this is very one directional. Yeah. Also, we have one direction in the studio. And mm-hmm.
0: unidirectional mics. Yep. This is stupid. This is
2: stupid. This is some this is some dumb shit. I don't know why anybody listens to this. But if you do listen to this, I want you guys to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We actually got another one. Do you know I, I didn't recognize this this uh person. I I, kn- I knew who it was. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, that's still cool. It's still nice that our friends are uh reaching out and leaving some some positive but, uh but words. But I, I will
0: I will say that they They are like a, they're a listener. They're a genuine listener. Yeah.
2: Nice. What's their name? Allie. Allie. Shout out to Allie. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the the kind words. I saw it the other day. It picked me right up. It made you happy? Yeah, it made me happy. It made me happy too. I smiled. Mm -hmm. I may have even giggled. (laughs) I didn't giggle. I don't giggle. I'm a man. (laughs) i don't know i don't know man but yeah leave us some five star reviews check out our threadless shop because we got new merch up in there and it's just a fun cool way to support your bros the dudes
0: dudes. and it helps us bring you better content yeah man i couldn't have said it better great but i probably could have (laughs) no no i don't know (laughs) hey maybe i'm a little bit shot today so that's okay if i
2: sound off uh, blame god for making the sun so fucking hot yeah what an ass what a what an ace (laughs) what an ace but yeah we will be back in a couple of days and then you'll hear our voices again because that's how this fucking shit works (laughs) so
0: i can't wait for our next episode (laughs)
2: Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, we've been waiting for it for a long time, and now uh, it's coming upon
0: us. Yeah, I just like I said, we don't talk about things till the podcast shows up. We're busy boys. Yeah, we're so, busy boys. Uh, you got you I got a want job to talk about and movies. a woman,
2: and I got a woman and a <laughs> kid.
0: You have we we both uh, have things that are very important.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> so on that note, why don't y'all? Suck it, you fucking swampies.